Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses, additional restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Are you ready for this? Sean Merriman, a one-hand sack. Boom, 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 out go the lights. This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman. What's up, guys? We're back again with another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. And, uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, One of the guys who 
I love to watch, but I hated to play against. And uh, we'll get into it a little bit, but it was a game I recall back in 2007 uh, against the Minnesota Vikings when I was with the Chargers. You know, this guy named Adrian Peterson. <laughs> uh, just straight breaking records. And, you know, I had the pleasure of watching uh, LaDainian Tomlinson every day in practice. And I still say today he's, you know, he's one of the best running backs that ever played the game. So you see him every day and you get numb to seeing greatness. And then you get a chance to see another uh, running back that is an, also a great running back, and that's Adrian Peterson. Um, I've never seen anyone uh, that I've got a chance to play against run the way he did. We played him in 2007 and continue uh, to play as well as he's playing. Um, we talked about it a long time ago and how long he wanted to play. Uh, he told me he wanted to play three, four more years, and this was two, three years ago. Now he wants to play three, four more years, but I'll, I'll let him break down into that. So uh, if you're a Minnesota Vikings fan and a fan of Adrian Peterson, man, you're going to love this one. How you feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. That's crazy, dog. Hey, I, w- I was just telling him, uh, he said, "How many?" He said, did y- you and AP play against each other? I said, yo, listen. Yeah, oh, we did. <laughs> they said, oh, you talking about that game. So I, I want, it's like real talk, man. I wanted to ask you about that. I know we talked about it a long time ago at the, uh, at Tim Tebow's. Mm-hmm. But in 2007, when we came out there and played y'all, and I mean, obviously, we, we know we're coming to town. We know we're going to have to deal with you anyway, regardless. We know what was coming about. But I was like, man, it was it was a different kind of Adrian Peterson dog that day. I Like, still to this day, I always, when people ask me, I said, I, I really don't know what was going through his head or what happened before that game. Because I don't think I've never seen anybody run that angry dog. Like, with that whole week, you were just, you were just ready to go. <laughs> I was, man. I was pumped up. You know, um, it was a fact that I was going against you guys, you know. And, of course, like watching you guys growing up, that just made me more excited because I'm always – like I love playing against great defensive players and great defenses. And that year, you guys were, were, were really good. Hey, yo, yeah. I, but when I got home, I didn't even look at – I was scared to look at my phone. <laughs> when we got home, my phone was going off in the – we were sitting on the team bus. Yo, AP went nuts. I said, yo, listen, anybody talk to me right now, I'm about to get pissed off because <laughs> I never, man – it was one play. Y'all had y'all had you ran to the right, but you bounced it. So I'm sitting outside and I th- I got the right tackle. I'm fully extended. Mm. I got him outside and I knew you was about to bounce it. I'm sitting there watching. Cause your show when you came up, you took a step and turned your shoulders almost fully towards the, the sideline. Mm. And I'm sitting there, I'm holding the tackle. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get him. I'm about to get him. And you turn your shoulders and ran this way straight to the sideline and then ran up. And I jumped and whiffed. Boom, and they hit nothing. And look, I, I went up and I, I looked up when I was laying down, and all I saw was cleats. I said, "Oh shit!" Hey. And I knew I was gonna be on a film, dog. Hey, I don't know. I don't know if it was that chocolate bar I had at halftime. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. <laughs> and then on top of that, LT was on the other side too. Right. So I'm I'm gonna ask you about that too. Yeah. Because. Was he was uh, LT? Was he somebody that you know you kind of watched growing up too? Like, yeah. what's what's like? You had your top three guys in that era. I mean, obviously you got the you know Walter Paytons and guys like that. I mean, but like out of that era between like you know ninety late nineties and early two thousands, what were some of the guys you you kind of watched growing up? Yeah, so LT definitely was a guy that I watched a lot. Um, Emmitt Smith because I grew up a Cowboys fan, so yeah, um, I loved watching him. And um, Eddie George and Terrell Davis, you know, those were the guys that I, I pretty much kind of watched. And 
you know, kind of pattern my game after. See, and you know, that's crazy to me because um, when I got there to with the Chargers and I'm watching LT, obviously I watched him on TV and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm playing with him on the team. So I don't, I don't really, you see it every day, right? It's just normal for him to go right, jump, you know, on the right foot and stuff like that. But after that game in 2007, I walked up and I'll never, I'll never forget. I walked up to LT. I said, L, L, that dude something else, man. Like that, I, I seen some. I watch you every day in practice, man. But that dude was something else. And L loved watching you too, man. He told me after the game because he, I don't know if he ever told you, but he was coming off of the sideline, even when you were running. He was, he wasn't sitting down. He, he was coming up there and, and watching you. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. But yeah, LT was a guy that I loved growing up, man. And who, who would who would you say this that was? I guess because I'm trying to think, man. You had like um, it was it was almost like you you ran a stride of like an Eddie George, right? Because I that was one of the guys I always wished. And I told Eddie um, we used to uh, have a show on Fox Sports some time ago. I, I would tell him all day on set. I said, I wish we played you a long time ago, man. I would have stuck you right in the, But <laughs> he, he was he was just one of the guys I was like, man, he he was just kind of unreal. And he I think he was like around 6'3 and 230. Mm-hmm. And you guys, to me, watching y'all run, it was like kind of similar because he kind of ran with his knees were always high. He was always digging. And uh that's when I seen you, man. I was like, wow, this is this is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. So it was guys like it, you know, Eddie George that you know, because, of course, coming through high school, all people had to say was, oh, man, he runs too high. He's too tall for this position. So, you know, those taller backward guys that I really looked at, that I kind of looked at their game and seen the success that they had. And I'm just like, man, I can do the same thing. Right. And you're still doing it, which is which is crazy, man. And um, I, and I, I just told Vito, my producer, I said, a few years ago, we was at the, the Tim Tebow um charity event for the golf tournament and we were riding back in a car and i remember you saying at the time and this was probably about two maybe about two years ago now i remember you saying at the time that you wanted to pay play like you know four or five more years or somewhere you know somewhere around there and i'm not gonna lie dude in my head i was like hold on you know four or five more years (laughs) i say no i said it's all you know it's you can't fathom you don't want to say it's impossible but you can't fathom it for one the game is already hard, and then two, you play one of the toughest positions because of how how you know how many collisions you do. So, that, so when you said that, man, I turned back around in my seat. I didn't say that. I looked back at my phone. And I was thinking to myself, four, five years, like hell no. That I was just going to my head. But man, that's you know now we're the third, third or fourth year in from the time you had said that. Yeah, yeah. So how how do you feel, man? What's um. What's your body been like and, and how have things like changed body-wise? And- hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, get Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. 
And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The mentality of it now. Mm -hmm. My body feels good, you know, and unfortunately, you know, I really don't get too many carries here the past you know, <laughs> so that that definitely helps out a lot as well. But um, just taking care of my body, man. You know, I think mentally, I still love the game. I'm still into it. You know, so that's the most important thing. And I always told myself if I saw losing a love for the game and competing, then I would just walk away from it. But you know, I've been blessed with a with a talent and an ability, man, and. I don't, it's not declining. You know, I've I've yet to feel like, okay, uh, I can't quite, you know, it's some things that I lost, you know, um, but not completely, but not to the point where I'm just like, man, okay, I need to go ahead and hang the cliques up. You know, I still can be productive um, in a major way and um, and still run that rock. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination our sense of wonder, 
And our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. First in the pages of the magazine, then on SI.com, and now that tradition continues on a new podcast. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. We'll ask the questions that we're all wondering and push for the answers we all want. Everything from investigating the Super Bowl's impact on L.A. to examining why booing is as big a part of the fan experience as cheering. Sports Illustrated Weekly is here to bring you the entertaining tales you can't get anywhere else. The kinds of stories that make you smile and laugh, clap and cry, marvel, think, and fall in love with sports all over again. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. How has it? Uh, how's it been? Because you know, once you make your name with an organization, right? And I and I, and I say this because I dealt with it, leaving the Chargers and then going to Buffalo to the Bills. How how was it walking into a new locker room, man? Because you you have made a, such a, a big name for yourself and a staple in the NFL. Like, how will you perceive walking to somebody else? You got the young kids looking up or, or saying certain things. Or like, how 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 was that the first time you left Minnesota? It was um. It was cool, to be honest with you. You know, I always kind of wondered what it would be like to play for other teams. You know, I never was that guy. Like, for instance, Larry, you know, when I talked to him, you know, he's all about being with one team, retiring one team. But I've always been like, you know, I wouldn't mind playing for different teams just to get the feel of the organization, the culture there. So going into New Orleans, man, it was – um. they opened – they, you know, they opened their arms to me and just embraced me. You know, and the best part of it was, like you say, these young guys, you know, just the respect that they have for me, um, you know, and being able to be around those guys, inspire those guys, those guys see how I work and, you know, be able to see how those guys, you know, work as well. You know, Um, when I left New Orleans, I probably signed maybe like 20 jerseys, like no lie. You know, they would just go going to the trend to the from the from the guys on the team. Yeah, from guys on the team. Yeah. They would just go into the equipment room, like, hey man, we gotta get this. We gotta get this. We know it was gonna be this short, but we gotta get this before you head out. You know, so like and even till today, you know, come here um to Detroit at the beginning of the season. And um, you know, carry on Johnson, you know, Swift, DeAndre Swift, these young guys, you know, they looked up to me. You know, right. I inspired them as they was as as they was growing up. You know, Bo as well. You know, so it's cool to be around these guys and to continue to be doing it at a, at a good level because it, it inspires them to be like, man, you know, they stay four to five years just to 
the stretch for a running back, but hey, AP, you're 14. You know, we can do the same thing. You know, so that's what it's really about to me. Has the uh, has the locker room changed? I remember talking to um, Anto- Antonio Gates, right? Now, this is probably about maybe a year, but a couple of years before he retired. And, you know, he came in, I think Antonio Gates came in when he was 2003 or four, and then he kind of came in when we came in and he had the early, you know, 2014, 15, 16 and up. And he was, he always say, he said, lights, man, everything's different. You know, it was different from when y'all was in here. Like now, you know, everybody on social media and everybody, you know what I mean? Like the whole, it's, have you sensed that like from coming in to how things are now when you go in the locker room? Yeah, it's totally different. It's totally different. And it's good that these organizations put rules in place because you're still still on Instagram, you know, ain't no telling at all. But, you know, just even like the music these guys listen to, you know, the music these guys listen to, they're a lot more flashier as well. Right. They do all this dancing and all this stuff. I'd be like, man. Because you know we we normally used to go to the locker room. You got Pastor Troy, you got Lil John, you got you know what I mean all the East Side, but you got all the street bangers. Yeah, and you getting hyped up. And now I see some of the guys like going like dancing, competing each other on the way to the locker room. I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not dancing. I'm going in to rock somebody. I know it's funny, man, but it's cool just to kind of see how the coaches it, it changed throughout the locker room, from locker room to locker room, and through the years too. Yeah, and I, it's funny. I was uh, I was just telling uh, my producer Vito right before you came on. So I was uh, in 2007. I think we were down at the Pro Bowl. Was yeah, it was 2007. Uh, well, actually, it's two parts of this story, right? So the first part, and I don't think I ever talked to you about it uh, yet, or maybe I have. When I met your dad, I met I met your I met your dad in the elevator. So I was going over to work out in the morning uh this is probably like a monday or tuesday morning or something like that i was going to get a workout in before practice and i came over there and somebody was in the gym already but i didn't i didn't really know you know who it was he wasn't a player wasn't a coach and at first i thought it was not lying i thought it was james harrison from, from the from the back because yeah. you know he had a clothes and stuff like that and i met him for the first time man he came up and shook my damn hand and we came in there and i don't know if david david tell you that we got a quick workout in that day yeah was, yeah he told me oh he did that. he did okay yes we got a workout in man so i said you know what all this shit makes sense <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> when i seen him and man he was was he does does that where you get that from man was he always like kind of on you going you know when he, you know, when he, when, even when he came, even when he was, uh, you know, when he came down there to the Pro Bowl, yeah, 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 he, he was, he's always been like that. He's always been like that. Like still to this day, he'll call me like you're doing all season. I'll wake up and I have a missed call or missed text six o'clock in the morning, six thirty. Hey, I'm in the gym getting my workout in. Where you at? What you doing? You know, I'm getting better today. You know, I'd be like, I'm happy, man. Get going. <laughs> but yeah, you know, he he instilled that in me. You know, I watched. I remember going to the YMCA with him all the time, and I'll be out there, of course, like playing basketball with the, with the kids and stuff. But him and his people, they'd be in the weight room working out, you know, and grinding. And it was something that it was routine for him. It, it was consistent. You know, and still, still, still to this day, it's consistent. You know, so I know I get a lot of that from him—that mental toughness and that mindset to grind, that work ethic—and um, and my mom as well. So you know, it's crazy you say that because I—it is a question I always wanted to ask you because I know how close you are with your sons and your kids and stuff too. And 
with my son. My son's 10 years old. And I, I always go through the battle of like pushing him to go harder mm-hmm. or kind of just stepping back because, you know, he's already got enough pressure already. You know, he's carrying the last name. And, you know, if I'm around and, and people expect him to do, you know, be this immaculate athlete and do all this stuff. And I'm like, I just want to kind of sit back and, and let him do his thing and coach him up as needed. You know, everybody, even when I'm at his football games, they think I'm going to just run on the field and start, you know, yelling and screaming and getting everybody hyped. But I kind of, in a sense, I want to sit back because I don't want to be that, 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 you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. Because I played in the league and, and, and you, know, you got status and you got status. Do you ever, or, or you just... Are you on your kids? You just you discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in DC, Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. How do you push them, and how, how does that how does that work with you, man? Because I battle with that back and forth a lot. Yeah, you're, you're right, man. It's, it's tough, you know, but, you know, I try to um, kind of come with the same approach as you, you know, especially at this at this age right now. Like Adrian, he's just turned nine. You know, Axel, he's five. My other boys, they're, they're young. They're younger. My oldest, my oldest yeah. boy is 11. So, you know, I try to do more talking to them. You know, because I don't want to feel like I'm forcing something on them. Right. I want them to want to play um, whatever sport it is, you know. So I want them to play. And then when I see that they're interested in it, then that's when I kind of pick it up a little bit, you know, the intensity and let them know. They're like, hey, if you want to accomplish X, Y, and Z, then this is the type of work that you, you have to put in, you know. And when I see them not doing things right, I'll correct them. You know, I'll get on them from time to time, but I'm not just like down their throats about it. You know, I'm always just kind of telling them stories or trying to, you know, let them know like, hey, if you're trying to accomplish this, you have to work at this level because you have other kids that you are, you know, you're competing against as well. You're not just competing against yourself. So they actually respond to it well, you know, so. That's been working for me. You know, I'm trying not to fall in my dad's footsteps because I have a younger brother. He's cold now. He's cold. He play, um, and uh, he used to play for primetime league down there in Dallas. And, uh, whew, I'm telling you. He nice. He, he's nice. But my dad was, like, down his throat like a drill sergeant. I'm like, Dad, chill out. Let, let right. Nelson, you know, let him breathe a little bit, you know? Yeah, and then they carry that last name. You know what I mean? Like, if your son, if your son out there playing, you got – and I tell my son is you go you got to expect for people to take their best shot, right? Because they always want to come. Adrian Peterson's kid out there running the ball, they're gonna be like, "Yo, I want to go hit AP's." Kid. You know what I mean? Just whether it's cloud or whether it's whatever that is, like you are gonna have to bring your A game all the time because people know who you are. Exactly. So I I, I got to explain that to my son all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just kind of you know, that's kind of what it is, man. It, that is yeah. what it is. So. You know, that's why I went, what I'm saying, like, as far as talking to him and explaining to him, like, yeah, you know, don't, I want you to be better than I was, you know, but you got to understand that the work you put in, you'll see the results from that, you know, so you can't really be mad at no one but yourself, you know, don't let other ones put limitations on you, don't let what other people think about you or what they feel you should be accomplishing, don't let right. that, you know, don't, don't let that waver in your mind or anything, you know what I'm saying? Know what you want to be or what you want to accomplish. Lock in on it. Put the work in. And then you, you'll see it. You'll see it manifest. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about. And we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. So so what I'll be thinking, man, like, because when I see you still running, even when you break some of the long ones, I can't tell the difference from 
year 14 or year, you know, year six. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm sure you feel it, you know, like what I feel the people don't know and understand you got the hot tub, the cold tub, you probably, you know, you probably have, you know, your masseuse and stuff coming and things like that, man. But I look and I'm like, how in the hell, you know, year, year 14, and, you know, you're still looking the same. How many more years you want to do this, man? Like, what do you, what else do you, 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 you want to do after this? How many more years do you think you got in you? Do you want to keep going? Yeah, I feel like I have about four more years. You know, I'll be 36 in March. Man, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> man, go ahead. I, man, listen, I'm telling you, man, God's willing, God's willing, and, you know, continue to bless me with good health. My body feels good, man. Like, my body yeah. feels good. For me, it's all it's all if all it's always been about just keeping my my conditioning where it needs to be, you know. Yeah. Being pliable, being flexible, but keeping my legs strong. Yeah. Yeah. What have you changed up and how you how you working and stuff now, right? Because I know later on in my career, or even now, I'll squat and do certain things, but I'm not power cleaning. You know, I'm not doing any of the big explosive movements anymore. Like, has your workouts and body has changed when it comes to that? Um, yeah, a little bit. You know, I've tweaked some things and added some things as well. You know, I do a lot of Pilates now, and that's something that I wish at a younger age I would have kind of, you know, brought into my regimen of things to do. But I've learned that that right there, whew, that opens up so much, you know. And uh, it's a full body strength, especially the, the um, core Pilates. You know, um, so that's something that, I, that I've been doing a little different, um, doing a little more yoga just to keep the body flexible. Man, I try to tell. Uh, is it regular yoga, hot yoga or the Bikram? Uh, I do regular and then I do the Bikram, too. Do the Bikram. Mm-hmm. I do. So I got into that my last year and it was something I wish. Like you said, I wish I learned my, my first year or two and, and nutrition, too. I think that was a, another part. I was just eating whatever and I was drinking and doing all kinds of just doing whatever I wanted to do. Because you're young enough, you know your body can bounce back from it. But if I knew what I knew at the last year or so of my career, I would have done Bikram or, or even hot yoga, night, uh, 60 or 90 minute, because it it changed everything I'm doing. You know, I feel better now than I did, you know, 10 years ago because I do yoga. I do all this stuff. And uh, I wish I picked that up early on, man. It would it would have changed a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's big time. And that's, that's, that's what's helping me continue to have this longevity. You know, doing those things and you know, just staying consistent with it, and uh, and just being like you say, man, the nutrition part is big too. Just being more conscious of what you put in your body as well, because that's one thing I have noticed. I can't, you know, I can't eat the same things that I used to eat. You know, I can get away with it a little bit now just because of genetics, but I've noticed that hey, okay, I'm about to switch some things up as far as what I'm drinking or you know the foods and stuff that I put in my body. Um, because the body, you know, recovers differently. Yeah, no, no, big time. So, so what's next, man? Like, I know you, you know, you got three, four more years that you that you want to play. Um, and I'm not doubting nothing else. Whatever you, if you say four, four more years, and somebody asks me, I say, yo, he he's playing four more years. Trust me. Yeah. So what's what's next, man? You got you got some stuff going outside of that too, right? Because I, I I mean I see you at a different a uh, couple different charity events. Obviously at the Tim Tebow one, and I think we ran into each other at a couple more. Well, like what else, man? Do you got outside of football? Because um, one of my biggest things I think that would help me is the last year or two that I knew I was kind of going to start wrapping up. Obviously, you got played way longer than I did, but I started wrapping my head around some of the things I wanted to do after. Yeah, right. Like you're not mentally saying, oh, "Okay, I want to be done," but at the same time, like in order to have that 
that balance in a way, um, I started to kind of put things together. So when I was done, I was like, okay, this is what this is what I want to do. Yeah, you know, for me, so you know, I own a gym down in Houston. Uh, me and Trent Williams. Um, so, you know, that's something that I'm thinking about kind of transitioning in, into, you know, doing some personal training. Um, and I've always been, you know, interested in real estate, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so buying properties, flipping um, properties, remodeling properties and things like that, too. I'm kind of I'm really passionate about that and got a good eye and my wife as well, you know, so. That's something that we have talked about, you know, us doing that to the, together, you know. Because so. cause she's heavily in a lot of the stuff you got off the field, right, in the business um, things you got going. I think I seen you two, y'all got, you, you post something with each other not too long ago um, about some of the things you were, you two were, were doing. Yeah, you know, she, you know, she owns her Elizabeth Cosmetics, you know, so she's into into that as well and um you know looking to do some franchising and you know some different things that's kind of like you know just things that we're you know we've been talking and brainstorming about and getting things in place um and not just for when i retire but just for life in general you know think about that right. generational wealth um scenario you know for for our kids and our family um as well so it's a lot of things that we got in the works right now and so you know whenever i do decide to to finish and hang up the cleats it, I, I really feel like it's going to be an easy transition for me to just continue to roll in doing what I love to do and just have more time doing it, you know, because those right. things I do now, I'll just have more time to commit to it. <laughs> that, I, I tell I tell anybody, the hardest part, man, and in, in being done is, is the time, right? Because we, we so used to that regimen. Yeah. And, you know, when I retired, I got into TV and I started doing the TV thing and I started doing MMA and, and stuff like that. But uh, it was it was different. It was like a weird time because like that's all you did for so long, and now you got this time to do something else, man. So I'm glad, dude. That's that's a lot. I, I didn't know about the gym thing. I got to come down there. Um, I'm actually supposed to meet a few guys out there and train with some MMA gyms. Got a few MMA gyms out there. Yeah, and see, that's the thing too. Like we, like my trainer, he actually when I met, I met him. He's into mixed martial arts, and uh, oh, your trainer is. Yeah, his name James Cooper. And uh, so yeah, we have that. You gotta come check out the gym when you come to Houston. Man. We got the MMA, we got the MM, um, the ring, you know, the cage. We got a boxing ring in there. We got the mat. We got a whole setup. It's nice. So you like so you train in MMA at all ever? Um, not really. I haven't trained in or oh, boxing. You boxing? I do a little boxing or whatnot. You know, so. Uh, hey, <laughs> I, I can definitely see myself getting into a boxing though. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, but I, see, I always say this. I say this every time because, and I, and I took LT back when I was playing too, and LT had hands. But I always say, man, that I always believe it's a lot of MMA, uh, former football guys transitioning into either boxing or, or MMA. Mm-hmm. And I always say, man, we're, we're, we're a different breed. Like, we, we just are, we're a different breed of athlete. And once we learn to start turning over your punches and learn how to strike from a distance and you get some skill with it, you're going to have. Uh, Adrian Peterson, who decided to not, you know, keep playing football and say, oh, you know what? I got to play me eight years. I'm going to go fight. Mm. And, you know, I'm talking to guys now. I get DMs from guys that are currently playing that's thinking about being done and kind of transition back into MMA or some kind of combat sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Like MMA, you know, there's so many different, you know, 
You got people that got they know taekwondo and it's all <laughs> jujitsu. Yeah, you know you you really got to be prepared when you go into that into that arena. Um, so I could see myself doing that, but I I, I would kind of waver more towards lean more towards boxing more than anything. I ain't trying to get kicked and all that. You know, elbow yeah. in the head and all. Have Have you ever sparred? Have you ever sparred anybody before? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like a like a full on. Sparring, uh, boxing, uh, boxing, sparring match. Yeah. Yep. How'd you do? I did good. I ended up winning, you know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> could you ever see doing like an like an exhibition fight, like a charity, something like that, or whatever? When you got done? Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. I, I normally tell guys, hey, listen, I'm gonna hit you as hard as you hit me. You know, I'm not really trying to hurt you. You know, I'm just trying to get some work in, get the cardio. But if I feel like your intensity went up, then I'm going to go ahead and make sure you bring that back down. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, though. Especially, it goes back to Adrian Peterson walking the gym, and, you know, you got a lot of people with pride, or a lot of people want to, you know, do something against you because it's you. Yeah. And I, I say that to sparring partners all the time. I can go in and work my jab and work on little stuff, but if I feel any kind of time, you you turning up, this whole thing going up in flames. Exactly. <laughs> so so I so I'm just telling you when you retire and I reach out to you for that charity boxing match, I'm gonna be putting it together. I'm letting you know. All right, let me hey, I'm good. Just let me hey just know I'll be down for sure. All right. Hey, my dude, man, I appreciate it, bro. You coming on. And uh seriously, man, I, I I if you I can't even wait to see in the next three, four years, man. It's to me it's just mind blowing. That uh, you continue to be explosive and continue to do what you're doing, man, and it's it's just insane to see, man. So I appreciate you coming on, my dude. No problem. Thanks for having me, man. And I can say it here first: the best is yet to come. These last two, three years, you know, that they've been decent, you know, but I've learned a lot over these past two or three years. And coming back and coming back to next year, you're gonna see. You're going to see some of the old Adrian Peterson for sure, more consistently. I can tell you that. Yeah. So. Hey, dog, I, I ain't doubt nothing you're doing anymore. Trust me. Yeah. I appreciate Trust it, me, bro. Man. Hey, my dude, I appreciate it, man. I'm going to uh, go ahead and log out of here. Thanks for coming on, dude. I, I appreciate that for real. All right, no problem. Take it easy, brother. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in again. Um, look, we just went over 170,000 downloads, and that's all because of you guys. I appreciate that. Uh, Adrian Peterson, man, that was fun. Uh, at least fun on this side now that we're interviewing and I don't get a chance to play against him anymore. Uh, but, man, he still looks great. And it's it's almost, a, a you know, looks impossible what he's doing right now and how he's still producing. And uh, he wants to play another three, four, five more years. And I, I doubted him the first time when he told me two, three years ago. And I'll never doubt him again. So uh, just all around, it's one of my, one of my guys. Uh, thanks to him for coming on. And thank you guys for tuning in. Keep up. Uh, subscribing leaving your reviews and uh let's keep it going man this is uh this been great so we'll be back next week uh happy holidays everybody and uh hopefully having a good time with your friends and family and loved ones and uh enjoy 
Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog, cat, giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe, uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply.